Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. Welcome to the Everyday Mindfulness Show, where we educate and inspire people to live fuller lives through mindful practices. Let's get started with your host, New York Times contributor, leadership advisor, sought-after keynote speaker, the author of the A to Z Guide to Stress-Free Leadership. She's smart, strong, sassy, and a trendsetter in the field of mindful leadership. Your host, Holly Duckworth. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Everyday Mindfulness Show. I am so excited to bring you this episode, another one with my great friend Ravi Tangri. Ravi and I have done more than 50 shows together. Um, Over a year ago, we had a show called Presence, How to Live and Lead Consciously, where together we explored mindfulness practice, presence practices, both personally and professionally. So Ravi, welcome back. It's so great to see you. Glad to have you on the new show. Tell us what you've been doing since we concluded Presence and and how that fits into mindfulness, because we're still doing the same work in a different way. Absolutely. Well, I mean, for me, all of my work, whether I'm working with individuals or with organizations, is how to shift your life from what, what I say is just meh, which is a word I love. Teenagers came up with it a few years back, which means it's not bad. It's just meh, whatever. And there's a lot of organizations like that. There's a lot of people who have lives like that. And uh, to, to where it's like, oh, yeah, where it's fulfilling, where it's, where, where it's really something that you're passionate about, you're excited about, and, and, and moving forward. And Life can be stressful, even under normal circumstances. 2020 has challenged even the most difficult times of life. You need stress relief that goes beyond quick fixes. That's Headspace. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research and can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. Go to headspace.com slash C-suite for a free one-month trial. Headspace.com slash C-suite. Whether you're talking organizations or individuals, the three building blocks that I found um, to get from meh to yeah are vision, a clear vision where you want to be, purpose, a clear why, and mindfulness, which is about living the journey and being present. You have to have that vision, you have to be connected with that purpose, and then you live the journey in the moment. So... On every show, we're exploring different definitions of mindfulness. Part of what makes mindfulness cool is there's not one agreed upon definition of it. Part of what makes mindfulness a challenge is there's no agreed upon definition. So tell us your definition. Well, 
my definition of mindfulness of presence is about about being fully aware, fully present in this moment. Your conscious mind has seven chunks of information, plus or minus two you pay attention to. And a lot of the time, we use those seven chunks to think about, oh, I should have done this, or I got to do this. And you're never right here, right now in this moment. And it, to me, one of the signs of mindfulness is where you don't have that head chatter going on where you, those seven chunks are fully here, sensing, being aware of what's happening in this moment so that uh, you're living it fully. So, uh, you know, that, that, that's really where I come from is how do you get out of that head chatter so that you can live the journey and, and, and connect more with your full self. Now, so, one of my commitments as I've been taking over the host duties of the show is on every show, inviting the guests to share with my audience one of their actual practices. Because for me, mindfulness is not about sitting on a meditation pillow. Well, that might be part of it. It doesn't have to be all of it. But there are lots of little micro ways we can practice mindfulness throughout our day. And one of the strategies that you have involves moving something from here to <laughs> here. Would you be willing to share that? I know um, sure. the, the sure. listeners can't see yeah. what I just did there, but you tell them what I just did because I want them to have this practice as something mindful from Ravi to them. Yeah, it's about quieting that head chat. And what you said about it's not just sitting on a, on a meditation mat. For me, dancing is a mindfulness practice because I have to be fully present with my partner in the music. And people don't get that when I'm dancing a dynamic salsa. But that is a mindfulness practice because I'm fully present. But what, what Holly was indicating is that we've got this head chat. And a lot of people think that's who they are. Okay, so if you were to, for a moment just now, to get a sense of that, you know, that, that monkey mind in your, in your brain that's always talking, chattering, right? Just get a sense of that. This is going to sound crazy, but don't think about it. Just go with the first sense. Get a sense of that monkey mind, that head chatter, and first sense you get, where in your head is that coming up from? Okay, top, left, front, right, back, side. Okay, first sense, all right? Now take that head chatter, this is going to sound really weird, but almost like you could pull it on a piece of string, pull it right to the very top of your head. And notice, you know, maybe it's the same, maybe something's changed. And now almost like you could pull it, almost like you're pulling it on a piece of string, pull it to the very back of your head. And notice what might have changed or not. And then there's a spot right below that where your spine meets your skull. And just allow, almost like you could pull that voice on a piece of string, snuggle it. There's a spot in there, it fits right away. And right there, it just fits. It may feel strange, but notice what happens. And what happens pretty much for everybody is the voice goes away. I have no idea how the neurophysiology of this works. They, they interviewed monks who had meditated for 50 years and they'd learned to do this intuitively. They didn't do it consciously. But somehow, if you move that dialogue, you don't have to go to the top, you don't have to go to the back. Just pull your internal dialogue into that spot and it goes away and you can breathe. You can go for a walk and be mindful, be present. You don't keep it there. You need your voice to figure out things. But if you're getting overwhelmed, this is a quick path into mindfulness.
Uh, we, we used to joke, put your head trash in the trash can and you could visualize it, you know, if it comes from, from you know, the front of your head or the top of your head and, and literally just like move it back to that, that spot. And, you know, again, this is just such a great, simple little mindfulness strategy you could do, you know, as you're dashing off to a meeting, maybe you're running to pick up the kids and take them to a sports practice. What are you, what are you willing to do? And that just little 30 second thing just quiets the mind. I love that activity. Yeah. So Holly, I got a question for you. It's been a while since we've done our show. What's been your biggest learning about mindfulness in the past year or so? Wow. My biggest learning about mindfulness. Let it, let it go. Let it, let it go. Like come up with your, your kind of the vision of what you want. And, and allow that order to the universe. So, um, I think about it like when I go to a restaurant, I eat out quite often. When I go to a restaurant, you know, I read the menu, there's lots and lots of things to choose from, just like life. There's lots and lots of things you can choose from. Having kids, not having kids, having a job, working from home, doing all these things. So you, know, you look at the menu and, the, and then you order up, okay, I want, you know, one of my, my favorite dishes is, you know, chicken and pasta. Okay. So once I order chicken and pasta, I send it off to the, to, to the waitress and I absolutely trust and know that within 30 minutes or so, I'm going to have chicken and pasta on my plate. That life in this last uh, year has given me the opportunity to order and order something different. And sometimes you have dessert and sometimes um, something different, but while it uh, might look a little different, it might've been bow tie pasta when I wanted fettuccine um, really trusting this, this last year, I've continued to learn the power of ordering from the universe and trusting, uh, right. Rabbi, I didn't get to tell you that, but, uh, for those of you new, new to the show, this actual taking over the show was a little bit of, of a trusting. I met with my social media team said, Hey, you know, they wanted me to have a show. Couldn't come up with a name for what the show should be. And the very next day, Mike announced that he was going to be ending the show. And there was say yes and trust. Okay. I ordered a show from the universe. Uh, let the show come in and say yes to that. So that's another um, way that I've practiced mindfulness in the last year is put your order in and trust it's showing up. Yeah. It doesn't always come in the way that you thought, but it, it's, it, you know, it, it's some, it's somehow exciting in that way. And, and I love what you said about the, the, the menu thing, because I mean, when you order, you don't spend that time, that 30 minutes going, Oh my God, are they going to bring me pasta? Are they going to put chicken in it? Are they going to do this? Or you don't spend your time with that. You're, you, you, you know, you've ordered and then you just, in, then you're mindful and present and you're listening. You're having a wonderful conversation with your friend or whatever. Right, you're living the journey, and you trust that the universe, aka the restaurant, will bring you that chicken with pasta. Well, and right now in the world, it's bigger, better, faster, more. How can we do more, be bigger, be faster, be more? And and life is a buffet, and especially right now, we have so many things, but yet we only have 24 hours. We only have one size plate, so that mindfulness practice, the practice of being present in the moment says, I can't have it all, but I only have this size plate. So, you know, am I going to put pasta and salad on my plate? Am I going to put chocolate cake on my plate? You know, and, and you can make that metaphor, whatever you want it to be. Um, but I think part of being mindful and is actually some of the work that I'm doing right now is no, no is a complete sentence. 
and, <laughs> and, and, and pause, and, you know, no, no is a, a, yeah. a complete sentence. And that's, that's part of a mindfulness practice too, is the, the yeses and the noes. Hey there, the holidays are here. So it's good to know Fred Meyer can save you some time with free pickup on all your fresh favorites. Whether your traditions call for a hearty helping of juicy ham, ample apple pie, or Aunt Sue's legendary twice-stuffed stuffing, Fred Meyer has got you covered. So order for free pickup at fredmeyer.com or the app, and get more time to get your holiday on when you grab your groceries curbside. Fred Meyer, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. And, and also, once you get whatever you got, you don't go, oh my gosh, I got salad. Should I have got this? Should I? You're, you're present and you enjoy that where you are, right? You let go of the should I, shouldn't I, all the other alternatives that never showed, you know, that never, that you didn't choose. You let go. I love that. And that's the non-judgment piece. We invite everybody on the show to share their, their definition of mindfulness. You know, for me, it is kind of going back to that John Kabat-Zinn. Mindfulness is the practice of being present in the moment with non-judgment. And for me, that's the practice. Okay, I'm having the pasta tonight. Yeah. You know, when you say non-judgment, the magic word for me uh, the last several years has been allow. Something happens, you go, okay, breathe in, allow, and see where it flows. I, I have a guest coming on here in a, in a few shows, and, and his word is, is surrender. How do we surrender, surrender, surrender to what is trusting that something better is showing up in all moments? Mindfulness, something better, something better, something better. Yeah, and, and I think... That, that that trust is massive. I think that's why people are stuck in their head chatter. I think that's why they are constantly trying to control things because at some level they're not truly trusting. And it's 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 uh you know that like in the ancient Norse runes, there's one rune that's blank. There's no markings on it. That's called the Odin rune, and uh, it's it's it's, it's talking. It talks about the leap of the empty handed leap into the void, absolute faith. Um, and uh, having skydive, I kind of get that. <laughs> I haven't done skydiving, that is actually not on my list of things to do. <laughs> well, all things are possible, audience. I don't think you're going to get me skydiving. No, not oh, I don't do it a lot. I did it years ago a few times, but it was, uh, you, you, it comes down to you're trusting that, you know, five pounds of nylon on your back. So uh, what is your leap into the great unknown right now? You've got the, got the new work, Mantia, Mantia, and um, how can, how can our, our audience connect to that work that you're doing now? Well, my, the big step I'm making is uh, expanding the reach because of in the past, it's always been live programs, and I'm going to continue to do those. But there's, there's only so far that I can go, so many places I can go. So I'm building some new online programs on crafting your vision or the other really big thing. There's a lot of people who work on vision and so on, but it doesn't really work. And the reason is we've all got – like it's like an internal GPS in our brains, which has a deep default setting of where we should be what our money situation should be, what a relationship should be, all of this. And until you delete that, 
your vision is not going to get any traction. So there's a program that I have built uh, uh, for that to help you uncover what your unconscious mind has for that default setting and then to delete it. So then you can start to imprint your vision as a new default and such. So if, if people would like to find out more about that, or certainly uh, there's lots, there's a free uh, sheet that you can get on the biggest mistakes people make. You can just go to metia.com. That's M-E-H, the number two, Y-E-A-H.com. Well, that's exciting. You know, I hadn't really thought about having a default setting in my life. Um, yeah, and just the ability to just suddenly let that go and let something new new come in. And, uh, you know, now we're midway through August. We've had three eclipses. Uh, you and I love to talk about horoscopes and astrology and tarot and, and all of those types of things. I know for me, that second eclipse was huge, that alignment with this greater unknown. And so I'm curious, we're coming through three eclipses this summer. What are you meh to yeah? What are you yeah in, in your life that's new? Beyond the show, like what, how are you? Yeah. I mean, because we, we get to talk about work all the time, but what, what's fun? Beyond the show, I mean, for me, you, you know, my big joy is dance. And this summer, I mean, it's been so gorgeous out that, uh, you know, the one of the great things is we get to dance outdoors. And I've been doing a whole lot more, especially into the West Coast Swing, which is oh, my absolute favorite dance. And, and so I've just been diving into that. And that is a, I mean, that's, dance is such a wonderful metaphor for manifestation. Sometimes you lead, sometimes the universe leads. You've got to know when to lead, when to follow. And, you know, it's, it, just, it just puts it in your bones when you dance. So how do you make that decision when you lead and when you let the universe lead? You trust your intuition. If you are trying to control, if you, if it feels like you're, you're fighting, if you're constantly like the universe against you, that's not your time to lead. That's the time to allow surrender, whatever you want to call it and say, okay, show me the way. Uh, and, and that's when you allow the magic to happen. And uh, when you lead, it's very easy. And, and a lead isn't a control thing. As a lead, a lead is a suggestion. And the follow can say, yeah, okay, I'll do it. I mean, 99% of the time they do. But they could also say, no, I don't feel like it. And, you know, so uh, the universe, you can choose what. The universe chooses when. And to me, it's, it's, it does it flow. Is it easy? And if it feels like you're fighting, if it feels like you're working hard, you're, you're over leading and it's time to step back and say, okay, sh show me the way. You can choose what the universe chooses when. Oof. Absolutely. Wow, Ravi, that's a big one. That's a big one. But I, I, I'm a Virgo meeting planner. I, I have a clock. <laughs> I know, I know. Allow, allow, allow. I, I, I joke just so the, the listeners know that, again, you know, as your host, I, I get to, to live these principles with you. And, and it's not always perfect, but it's always a great, grand adventure. And you, my friend, still owe me a dance because we did 52 shows together. I even came to visit you in your town and we didn't get to dance. So we were so busy working that we never got to happen. dance. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Lots of dances, girl. 
So um, for the month of August, I've been kind of doing this reverse show thing. I've been inviting my best friends to come on the show and ask me a question that then informs the audience of something new about me. So what's your question that uh, you think would get, get some great information out there that otherwise the audience wouldn't know about me? Um, okay, how about what have you, with the, all this work on mindfulness, I know you, you practice what you preach, you do a lot of work with yourself. Um, what this journey into mindfulness, what have you, what's the most surprising thing you've discovered about yourself? The most surprising thing I have discovered about myself is, wow, this is an interesting answer. Um, I am amazing. And, and I hope the listeners can start to get to know some of my wording that, uh, that that word amazing doesn't come from the head ego space, but that amazing comes from that heart space. And the more that I have the opportunity to stay in the questions about myself, personally and professionally, the more I get to discover about the heart of who I am, the coaching that I get to do, the keynote speaking, the new books that are coming out. Um, I, I end every show with the line, mindful matters and so do you, that as I have continued this journey, I was a meeting planner and association executive and now as the, the mindful leadership coach, um, that's the opportunity that I took and that I invite you the listeners to take into your own amazing what is that idea that lights you up? Your work, you are using passion and, and vision. Uh, mindfulness, the practice of being present in the moment without judgment is holding yourself in the highest and best light that you can hold yourself in. So that's been a huge surprise for me because I tend to be the woman who was, you know, given it all away. I've been married. I've been divorced. I've, you know, lived in several states. I've gone through a whole bunch of personal and professional relationship challenges that no doubt we'll get to explore um, over each and every show. But that continuous cycle of coming back to life is amazing. I am amazing. Ravi is amazing. Every guest is amazing. And giving ourselves permission to be in that heart space every day of honoring the amazing we are. That has been a huge surprise for me in spite of all of the interesting challenges and, and roads that I've, that I've been on for sure. Very, very cool. And I celebrate your amazingness, my dear. Well, it's been a joy to, to share all this amazingness uh, with you and with our listeners and more, more to come as we continue to grow and evolve together. I think, you know, sometimes we start this mindfulness journey thinking there's a start date and an end date. Mm -mm. And what I have learned is with every start date and every end date, there is a new, a becoming. It's not always the doing, but it is the becomingness. So I'm excited about where the show and where we all get to become in the consistent evolution of the mindfulness practice. Excellent. Well, thank you so, so much for having me on board. It's been a delight. I miss our times together on our show. Well, more to come. I look forward to having you on again soon, Ravi. Thank you so much. Mindful matters, and so do you. Check out the website, everydaymindfulnessshow.com, for more freebies, tips, and techniques. We look forward to having you on again. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's show. 
For more mindfulness every day, visit EverydayMindfulnessShow.com and download the three-day challenge and experience the ABCs of mindfulness. Thank you.